Running a successful creative business is not easy, but here at the Ray Whitney Podcast, I want to help you become more intentional and knowledgeable about the growth and success of your business. I'm your host, Ray Whitney, a full-time creative entrepreneur with a passion for helping others achieve their dreams. So sit back, relax, and let's dive into today's episode. All right, welcome back to the Ray Whitney Podcast. I'm super happy to have you here for you to be listening, dialed in. Love that. I love that so much. So today's episode is all about financial management for creatives. Oh, y'all know I love this. Well, if you don't know, now you know. I am such a numbers girl and I am just so passionate about helping other creative entrepreneurs really get into their financial management and their financial planning. That is a big piece of my curriculum in Elevate um, because I see so many times creatives, photographers, they're just kind of winging it when it comes to the money. And that is just not a sustainable way for for growth, right? If you have a desire to be full-time in your business or maybe you are full-time, you need to start to really think about um, some systems, some things you can put in place for long-term savings for retirement, some systems and things you can put in place for your financial management in general for your business finances because it could get sticky, it could get messy, it could get to be a lot. And so I'm super passionate about helping creative entrepreneurs with financial management. I am no accountant. I am no tax preparer. I don't have a CPA. So let me kind of put a disclaimer out there for on that. So don't take what I say as, you know, law or as legal advice, because this is not, this is just some personal, well, professional business advice that I want to pro- provide to you for financial management. Some, th- some things I think would be super helpful. It's just very, this is going to just kind of skim the surface because again, we focused it on this in a lot of depth within Elevate. Actually, I have a whole module that teaches on uh, business finance, business financial management and, Really, I hold my clients' hands um, in getting their financial house in order, giving them a lot of um, things to implement, things to think about, strategies to implement within their finances, because it could be a mess. It really could be a mess. And let me say this, if you, if you are in a mess within your financial house, in your business financial house or personal financial house, you can get out of it. You can get out of it. I think sometimes finances just cause, uh, you know, cause for us to be so vulnerable and so much anxiety sometimes. It's a lot of our experience of how we experience money growing up from our, you know, parents or whomever raised you. And just like the societal pressure, right? Like, I mean, there's so much that's connected to um, money and finances, for us, right? And so I want to just bring this episode to you all. Hopefully that finding that it helps you within your financial management in your business. And if you know that you're at a place of growth and, you know, up leveling and you're making more money and your financial house is not in order and you need structure, you need help, you need someone to kind of be in it with you, you know, not, you know, is whatever that looks like, then I would say to check out Elevate, apply to Elevate, my accelerator program, because this is something that we do in depth and I'm very passionate about it. So let's kind of jump in the plan for today's episode. I want to share with you 
five things that you can do now to have better financial management within your business. And some of these things you might have already done. So that's amazing. Kudos to you. I love that for you. And some things you probably need to start doing. And so that is the plan for the episode. I'll kind of talk through them um, and give you some insight. And then as always, I want you to take action. You know, I am for the action takers. I am for the folks that are like, oh, okay, I'm taking notes, girl. I I took some good notes. I heard what you said. I'm gonna listen to this a few times and I'm gonna go put some things into action. And that's who I, that's who I do this for. Okay. So that's the plan for the episode. You know, if you ever have questions, you can always hit me up in the DM on IG. I'm excited to connect with you all through this podcast and ask those questions. Maybe some of those questions I'll do another episode and follow up, you know, answer the questions um, for everybody. Because if I can help one more, more than likely, I can help many in the same way. And I, and I do believe in that. Okay, so let's jump right in. The first thing that you can do now to have better financial management within your business is to separate your business income and expenses from your personal. Now, there's a couple of ways that you can do this. I've seen it done a few ways, right? Some people have a sh- like just the income account. So all income for the business comes into that just one kind of business checking account. All sales that you make come into this business one business checking account. And then you have a whole different business checking account for expenses. That's what we would call operating expenses, right? So that's one way to do it. Have like one business checking account for income, one business checking account for um, expenses or operating expenses. Or you can have just one overall operating expense account, business checking account that has the income come in as well as the expenses. And that would just be step one, right? Like I think that either either one that you want to do A or B, totally up to you. But that is kind of step one in this business financial management suggestions that I want to provide. Because, you know, when we when our business finances and our personal finances are mixing, it is messy. It is really, really messy. And it is the messiest around tax season. And more than likely, you're going to be missing out on some maybe some write-offs, some deductions, maybe some sales. You're going to be missing out on some details because it's just hard to kind of keep it keep the water clear, you know, keep keep it very straightforward on is this personal or is this business. Now, you can have your personal checking account, you can have your business operating account, you know, where sales and income uh where sales and expenses come in and out. And sometimes early in business, especially if you're a nine to five or with the with the business on the side, your personal might be funding some of the business. So you could just make a transfer from your personal account to your business account. That is the best way to fund your business, right? And that is also a really great way for you to be able to calculate how much you're funding your business, right? So that's that's my suggestion. I hear that all the time. Well, well, I'm really like funding my business with my personal account. That's great. Most of us have to do that, right? Like boot, bootstrapping or whatever, right? Um, and that's that's normal. But I still want you to separate your business income from your personal income, right? I still want to want you to separate your business expenses from your personal expenses so that it's clear what is business and what is personal. I want to make a little caveat here and say that it is so important before you do all of this, even to open a business checking account or a business savings account, you have to have your EIN, you know, that 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 unique number for your business. You have to 
your business has to be legitimized with the federal government. You have to have your EIN and you have to file your LLC with your state. So let me say that. I didn't even put that as one of the tips because that ain't, that's just like one-on-one, like that ain't even one-on-one. That's zero. That's, that's business. I'm starting a business. Step zero is to get your EIN and your LLC, period. You do not want to be doing business without these, your EIN and your LLC, because it's not going to account for, you know, to be under the business. And when you're starting a business, there's a lot of um, investment that you put in time, resources, um, money. You know what I mean? Like there's so much investment to get things going. You need to make sure it's legitimized. So 0.0 LLC, EIN, right? Not touching on that. I'm not an accountant or a tax preparer. Um, I'm not a CPA or a tax advisor, but I just want to say you got to do that. Okay. Then we talk about separating our business income and expenses from our personal income and expenses. That's 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 step number one for this podcast episode. The second thing that you can do now to have better financial management within your business is to have bookkeeping, right? Start bookkeeping within your business account. And this might look like you either hiring a bookkeeper team um, or using a, a system or, uh, you know, a, a, a system that's already out there. I'm going to put this here because I am a, an affiliate of Bench, B-E-N-C-H dot co, Bench dot co. You will find that link, my affiliate link in the show notes, because that is the bookkeeper system that I currently use and they manage all, they do all my bookkeeping for the business. So what is bookkeeping? And I'm not going to go deep into this because this is just a podcast episode and I don't want your head to be spinning and all of the things, but bookkeeping simply is the process of categorizing your expenses making sure that they are properly categorized like you know office expenses meals travel equipment and all of that so that you are getting the state the right deductions you're getting the right write-offs you're getting the right depreciation for assets and things like that so bookkeeping literally they categorize all of your expenses right and that in, uh, helps you to be able to run reports within your business to help you see the financial kind of growth, the financial position of the business. OK, so that's what bookkeeping is simply. And again, I have affiliate link for right now. We're in the end of May of 2023. And I know that they are offering 50 percent if you use my affiliate link for like six months worth of bookkeeping it's a great deal they can get you caught up if you are like backdating some categorized expenses from maybe last year they can get you caught up to to, to date so check that link out definitely let them know that you be, were referred by me Ray Whitney and yeah it's awesome they're really good or like I said you can hire a bookkeeper you can hire a team you can hire an accountant and they do your bookkeeping on a monthly basis um, typically it's a monthly basis sometimes it's a quarterly basis um, but at the end of the day, you got to You just have to do it. OK, and this is really, really big. I see a lot of photographers skip this. And then what happens when they skip this? You get to tax season and you're looking through 12 months of all of these of, of these spreadsheets, these expenses. You're trying to remember what you did, you know, back in February 2022, what this twenty three dollar, you know, like you're trying to remember things you're just not going to be able to remember and it gets tough and it gets overwhelming. You see all these lines, all these ins and outs, and it's just a lot, right? And and it, it's a lot for me. And I was a finance and accounting major. I have a degree in finance and accounting and it's still a lot for me. You know what I mean? And, you know, we all know, like as business owners, we wear so many hats, okay? And so if you struggle with your bookkeeping hat, if you struggle with your financial management hat, 
right? Um, your quote unquote accountant hat that most of us do not need to be wearing. You don't need to be wearing that accountant hat, girl or boy. You don't need that. If you struggle with that, then hiring a bookkeeper is just so important, right? Like that's why it's my second tip here. First, we separate our business income and expenses from our personal income and expenses. And the second thing we do is get a bookkeeper. Duh, you know, it's just going to help you. So you can hire them. You can use a team. Again, I do suggest Bench. And as time goes by, if you have more questions about it, if I'm still using Bench, you can hit me up in the DM, ask me, you know. I like to believe I'm an open book. Like I try to reply to everyone and just kind of share as much as I can. Um, because why not? I'm not a gatekeeper, but you know, inside of Elevate, we we really get into this. Okay. We really get into the nitty gritty of this. And I really help them to strategize and implement on a deeper level because it can be overwhelming and everybody has different financial situations that they have in their business. And maybe when you first started the business, you had no idea and you're cleaning up something, cleaning up what feels like a mess. That's that's doable. That's possible. So I like to be able to help people um, get their financial house in order. It's just what I do. Okay, and then so my third thing that you can do now to have better financial management within your business is to know your monthly cost of doing business, to know your monthly cost of doing business. Now, I really believe in this, just kind of keeping a pulse on how much it's costing you to run the business. I believe that your cost of your monthly cost of doing business also helps you set hard pricing, like like pricing for your services. Sometimes I see that like photographers are literally pulling pricing out the sky or they're looking at their competitors or what they're charging. Like you're just like, "Mm, I'm just going to charge, I don't know, $250. And it's like, you didn't even really have any basis for that. And I want us to have some type of basis, some type of justification for our pricing and cost of doing business is just one piece of that. Right. So know your monthly cost of doing business. This can um, this can vary depending on different apps and programs and systems that or 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 downloads or or whatever things that you have. Right. Like, I mean, we have so many tools that we have to use um, your CRM, maybe your email marketing, your website, maybe, you know, Adobe um, gallery delivery, um, any type of like, you know, any type of portal that you use for your clients or a a booking link, Canva, right? Like there's so many monthly expenses. So I would suggest writing these out um, and backtracking them with your business bank card and your business transactions so that you can have it really kind of have a really good idea of your cost of uh, your monthly cost of doing business and then let that kind of help you justify pricing. Okay, because I believe that they all work in tandem together and it's important, right? It's important. And and it and it sometimes people, this may not be you, but if it's you, I understand. Sometimes people get so kind of stressed out about this. Like it just stresses them out. Don't let it stress you out. Honestly, it should provide like a peace of mind. And that's a place where we probably have to reframe our thoughts. Cause the more you know, the better. When you what you manage grows, which you don't goes. So I want you us all to get in a better practice of managing our money, managing our finances better and getting over the hurdles of the anxiety and the stress and the overwhelm that you might feel. And the only way I can name this is because, 
you know, sometimes I feel I have those same feelings. Right. And then I coach people <laughs> and I know them, you know, I'm all we're I'm all asking them numbers and figures and they are stressed, honey. OK, but but we work through it. And one thing I know for sure, when people leave my program or when they work with me, they get into the numbers. We get into the numbers. And I love that for them so much because it just provides a peace of mind and an all knowing Because again, what you manage grows, what you don't goes, okay? So the third thing that I would suggest that you can do now for to have better financial management is to know your monthly cost of doing business. The fourth thing is to create a budget for yourself, right? And this kind of works in tandem with your cost of doing business. But I also want you to have a budget for your personal, like to really understand your personal finances, especially for those people that are wanting to go full time or wanting to open a studio or do some larger investments within your business. Like what is your budget? Right. Like what does it cost for you to keep everything going in your life and to keep your lifestyle up? And don't don't forget to include small expenses like hair and nails or self-care or fun entertainment. Like don't forget those things because those things are important. And it, it it's you know, maybe it's a place where you can cut costs or maybe it's something that you just really love to do and that it's just part of your lifestyle. Right. And. One good thing I always say about entrepreneurship is that we can just we can go out and make more money. Right. We are not a tree. We are not planted. We are not stuck at a certain amount where, you know, like nine to five, you have your salary and some people are able to make commission off sales and things like that within their nine to five. But for entrepreneurship, we have to like reframe our mind and we can go make more money. Right. We can up our marketing. We can reach out to past clients. I mean, there's so many things that you can do to improve some your cash flow to make more money in your business. And so when we have this budget and we really get a, a, a good picture of what it costs for our lifestyle, our business and our personal, and you, you know, maybe it's shocking to you. I want you to just know that making more money is available to you and um, for you. And if you're like, no, it's not right. Oh my gosh, like that's not for everybody. Then I want you to just sit and think on that belief that you have. Cause I, I truly do believe it. I get to believe it. You can also believe it as well, but you can also believe that it's not available. It's up to you. Our beliefs. A lot of times we feel like they're facts, but they're not. They're just thoughts. They're just things that we believe <laughs> like straight up, you know, and you can challenge your beliefs. So my belief is that as entrepreneurs, we can go out and make more money. We can do that in a realm of different ways. That might mean that we have to get out of our comfort zone and do something new. But hey, that's what entrepreneurship is about, right? So that is available to you. Went on a little bit of a tangent there for beliefs. I have to do, I'll have to do something on that as well. Cause I just believe in like really being aware of our thoughts. Um, having high awareness of our thoughts and being able to reframe thoughts that are suited better for us. So, okay. So that was all about creating a budget, knowing your lifestyle. Don't forget to account for the small things that are important to you that keep you sane and feeling good and showing up in the world as your best self. So yes, that was tip number four. And my last and final tip, and this kind of gets a little bit deeper into the financial management my last and final tip is to track your cash flow, to track your cash flow, really know and estimate um, the cash that's coming in month after month. There's this thing called booked, like 
booked versus banked. Booked is like, um, like say you, you know, a wedding client books you for $5,000 for their wedding and they pay $1,500 retainer. Booked would be the $5,000, but banked is the $1,500 that's coming in in that month, right? And so when you start to think about, you know, that concept, cash flow is based on what you receive, the actual cash that you receive in that month that's gonna help you pay those expenses for thus cost of doing business or your personal expenses, you know? And so I want, I would suggest that you make a cash flow statement. And again, these are things that we work on. I help work on and talk about in Elevate, you know, and help people to kind of forecast because it's just important. And yeah, so that is my final tip when it comes to things that you can do to have better financial management. And I just want to leave you with just like a little piece of motivation or inspiration that whatever mess that you might be in or whatever overwhelm that you might feel or angst or anxiety or vulnerability that you feel around money and financial management or business finances, you can work through it. You can get better at it. You have to get better at it. I believe that that's possible for you, for us, for all of us. And we just have to continue to grow and learn and sharpen our awareness and reframe those thoughts, right? Get into it, get into it. You got this, you got this, you got this. So I hope that you found this podcast episode to be helpful. I hope that you take some time out to do the things, to take action. Y'all know I love a good action taker. And if you have any questions or anything, you know, always hit me up in the DM. If you found this helpful, share with a friend, share on your stories. So that other people can listen and get their financial house in order, their financial management in order. And I will see you in the next episode. Okay, bye. All right, so that's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning into the Ray Whitney podcast. I really hope you enjoyed this episode and really gained some valuable insight. I would love it if you would take a few minutes and subscribe to the podcast, leave a review and or share with the fellow creative that you believe that this info would be helpful for. Success as a creative is not just about talent. It's about strategy, mindset and taking action. So keep pushing forward and keep building the dream life that you want. Thank you again for listening to the Ray Whitney podcast and I'll catch you on the next episode.